Here's something everyone should be interested in. They found human remains in the woods by my house. Let's talk about it. Dies in your house. Exclusively on Least Coast Radio. Trumpian place in New York City elected a Democrat. Don't try to tell me it wasn't a wave. Robert Mueller isn't the only person investigating Trump now. We have the House Intel Committee is now chaired by Adam Schiff and they have subpoena power. And he will use it. And he will get to the bottom of this. Like he's been trying to do for the last two years, and Devin Nunes has been stymieing him. Devin Nunes is no longer the chairman. The midnight runs to the White House are over. I made a promise to the listeners of East Coast Radio that if the Democrats did not mess up November, that if November 6th went our way, that we would have a little fun here on East Coast Radio. And if you stay tuned, I promise you this. Along with our fighting fascism and trying to save democracy, we will have a little fun. Because we earned it. Keep it locked to Least Coast Radio. Remember, we got dies in your house at the end of the week. We got the Jay Parks podcast at the beginning of the week. Every week, Least Coast Radio for the least heard voices. Get us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash jporks, and follow us on Twitter at Least Coast Radio. Let's punch fascism in the face, one podcast at a time. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lived. Hey, yo, who's in the house? Dies in your house. What is the word, peeps? What goes on? It is Friday, and we are back here on Least Coast Radio with another action-packed edition of Dies in Your House. It's the pre-show, the post-show, the prelude to the Jay Porks podcast, where we go about fighting fascism. One podcast at a time, using our voices. And I would just like to know, Alexa, what is fascism? The noun fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Sounds about right. That's what we're going through in America. We are fighting it. And we're not doing it violently. We're not throwing bricks through windows. We're not 
uh, looting businesses. You know, we're not vandalizing things. What we're doing is simple. We're using the tools we have, and the tools we have are our voices and our minds. And we're using that to fight the fascist ideology that is rising in America every day. Every Republican, every conservative, every time that they go a day without rebuking this fascist administration, they are complicit. And we cover it. And I understand that some people get annoyed and they don't find the things I talk about interesting. Which is why I started Dies in Your House. It's a one-topic podcast to not make the Jay Parks podcast go all over the place. And I got a little something different for you this week. I'm always talking about local elections and stuff. I'm, well, I'm not always talking about them. But I'm always saying that when we're talking about politics, when we're complaining about elected officials, the important thing is that when you go vote, and not, you know, listen, the general election is one thing. I understand, you know, oh, those candidates didn't have anything for me. That's cool, whatever, whatever the case may be. But those local elections, the bottom of the ballot, the back of the ballot, that stuff's important. And people need to pay attention to that stuff. Because what happens locally affects what happens nationally, eventually. Let's hope not in this case, because I have a little nugget of information to share with you this week. This week, on Dies in Your House, we're not going to talk about the rising fascist regime as of right this second. It's not going to be a main driving point here. So, you guys get to hear... You know, if you're a conservative, you finally get to listen to my podcast without feeling like crap. Well, if you fast-forwarded through the first five minutes of it, of course. So what we have... And listen, I'm from the rugged lands of Shaolin, right? You know this. The rugged lands, home of home of the greats, like Wu-Tang and Pete Davidson. And that's it. But what we have, like... It's a weird place. I live in a, in a community, like a development. It's not a gated community, but they're condos, and they have speed bumps, and there's no sidewalks, and the... Uh, Streets are very thin. It's a community. We have a community pool. We have basketball courts that have not been repaired in over a year. They just tore up the asphalt and left it there. Thanks. Trying to get my work out. Now that I'm unemployed and I got plenty of time to go over there and play ball, can't even ball out anymore. That's not what I'm talking about. Behind my house, there are 26 acres of woods. Those woods, as a teenager, were very convenient for me and my friends. We had fireplaces, we had chairs, we had a place, you know, we had a place to go that wasn't school, we had a place to go that was away from, like, security guards, we had a place to go that wasn't hanging out right behind somebody's house, because there's 26 acres of woods behind my, behind my development, and there is a, there is a path, there are paths on each side between the houses and the woods. And it's protected land, so they're not going to go in there and, and plow it down. Staten Island is weird. The woods on Staten Island are protected, not because we're eco-friendly, but because Staten Island is built, it's so old school, it doesn't have the right of, it doesn't have the drainage system that is required for the amount of people that live on Staten Island. Therefore, the wetlands and the wooded areas, as they call it, 
protected areas by the green belt really just serve as more of a a system to keep floods out and to serve as a as a you know as a sewer almost some parts of it so i've lived since 1998 i've lived here now last week i was talking about something ha i was talking about Howard Schultz growing up in, in the Bayview Projects, and that's in Canarsie, and I was like, he's from my old hood. Now, when I said that, I was being accurate, but at the same time, the Bayview Projects and my house where I grew up was probably not 20 blocks, but maybe 10, you know, walking distance, but not a stone's throw. Let me tell you about... Wednesday, my cousin drops me off from a day full of delivering snack foods, and there are police at the top of my, I live in a cul-de-sac, there's police, three, four cars, they're blocking off the street, they're not letting people, like you can, like the, the main street, Alyssa Way is in a, in a big like L, it's like a 90 degree angle. So you can come in on Woodrow Road, drive straight, make a turn, and you come out on Arthur Kill Road. There'll be maps and stuff on YouTube where you can see this. So, so they're not letting anyone go. So we pull up and we're like, what happened? And some kids on the phone is like, yeah, somebody OD'd. They found somebody dead. Whoa. Somebody OD'd? Crazy. So I went in my house. And I went into... And here's a new thing... You guys like 2019, right? Alright. Wherever you live right now, is it or is it not the best thing in the world to join one of the nosy neighbor groups? You know what I'm talking about. On Facebook, they have the groups for like your block or your community. And all these people do is complain about the most innocuous stuff. I mean, obviously a dead body in the woods is not innocuous. Not saying that. And again, let me just say this, and I'll say this as the music stops. I don't want anyone to die. So, like, people being found dead, not something I think is cool or funny or anything. So just let me get, it out, get that out of the way. <clears throat> so it turns out, let's, uh... I'll read the article. It's very short. It's from ABC. So there were lots of talk. There was... A dead body found, human remains, overdose, drug-related. People in the nosy neighbor group are like, Oh my god, this neighborhood, what is it turning to? Oh my god, what is it turning to? And, you know, there's, there's both sides to that argument. I'm not saying that that person is completely wrong. So then I finally got the story. Like, it was on the 11 o'clock news, they were outside my house, 50 feet from my house! The, a detective rang my bell, dog. A detective rang my bell to ask me, quote, You haven't seen anybody dragging a dead body in the woods over the past six months, have you? Um, no. Don't have not. But, uh, you know, he gave me his card. Told me if I remember that I did to let him know. So here's the story. Two men arrested after a body found in Staten Island Woods. Suspects allegedly lived with body for a period of time. This is my commute. This is my development. This is a hundred feet from my house. 
Arden Heights. Two Staten Island roommates are in custody in the death of a man discovered buried in a shallow grave on Staten Island Wednesday, and police said they allegedly lived with the body in a home for a period of time. I'm not going to say these guys' names because I'm not making them famous. Police said the 27-year-old and 33-year-old, both from Staten Island, are charged with murder, robbery, and criminal possession of a weapon. The two were linked to the death of Mandel Harvey from Staten Island, whose body was discovered buried just steps away from 138 Emily Lane, where he was murdered. The two suspects apparently beat the 50-year-old victim to death with a baseball bat. The, victims appear to have, the victim appears to have died of blunt force trauma, but the medical examiner will conduct an autopsy to determine the cause of death. The two lived with the body for a period of time, apparently unsure what to do with it. Technically, these two do not live at the Emily Lane home. A woman does, but police said they, they were known to reside there with several other men. At some point, they allegedly carried Harvey's body to the adjacent wooded area behind the condo complex and buried it. Quote, this, it's not lit back there, so anyone can walk back there, and they can do anything they want to, one neighbor said. That's my asshole neighbor who lives two doors down, who was like waiting at the top of the hill to try to get on the news, waiting for the news truck to talk to him. I would have went out there, but I couldn't find my resist hoodie fast enough. A tipster told the 123rd Precinct that they knew a man was buried in the woods off Alyssa Way and Arthur Kill Road about six months ago. The NYPD found the body in an advanced state of decomposi decomposition in a shallow grave. Detectives then arrested the suspects Thursday, and they were arraigned in the afternoon. And they both have criminal records. Surprise, surprise. I was shocked that, some, that people that murdered somebody lived with the body and then buried it in the woods had criminal records. Okay. So that's according to ABC7, it's, they were arraigned, they're go, going to court today, this afternoon, Friday, this podcast will probably be out. Their, their penalty really doesn't matter. These guys beat somebody in the head with a baseball bat and buried him in the woods. Now, you might wonder, Jay, you just said, you know, you live in a community, aren't there security guards? Yes, there are security guards. Well, Jay, if you live in a neighborhood with security guards... In this little condo complex, how can the security guards, guards not catch on to somebody carrying a body? That's a good question. I'll answer it for you. Um, security leaves at 2 a.m. Security, um, the security guards in my development don't do anything besides drive around and see if you have a... Because everybody needs sticker. You need a sticker on your car to say you live here. So all security does is drive around... They go to cars without the sticker, and they put that big sticker on your driver's side window. The one that you gotta go to, like, the mechanic to get off. It doesn't come off your window. Oh, what pieces of trash. So, I came home on Wednesday to an active crime scene. Police tape and everything. It's Friday. It's still an active crime scene. Now I'm getting to prong two of this. Okay. Now I have to live in a Nazi police state closer to home? This is a private community. I don't mean to, like, sound like... I'm not... Listen, I'm not some hardened criminal that goes around breaking laws. But let me say this. There's one benefit of living in a private community. It's that the freaking police don't roll around, you know, Hey, what are you doing, sir? Like, it's not their business. We got security guards in the chain of command here. 
This isn't like a regular street corner. There's no, like, cops sitting around. Well, now there is. There's cops all over this block now. And I'm not saying... And again, like, you know, don't get it twisted. I don't hate cops. I just hate the cops that are arresting me. But, you know, to put it fairly, there are some laws right now that are currently being lobbied to be changed. So I'm in a little purgatory period right here where um, I want to be obeying those laws, but those laws aren't in, you know what I'm saying? And there are, you know, I have to leave my house to, to go see people, to, to get plants. And like now there's police all over my block because some idiots buried a, a body in the woods. Let's get to prong three of this. The nosy neighbors group. You know what only took six hours till after this happened for somebody to comment, leave a post? Oh, we can't even secure our borders. Now they want to build a wall around Aspen Knowles. LOL. What are you talking about? Why did this have to get Trumpian? Why did you have to parrot the Trump talking points? This has nothing to do with that. Also, the people like all, like there's like 300 people in this group. Watch. I like awesome comments, but that's all I do. I don't want to get involved because, you know, I'm a liberal and they, you know, I don't want them to come to my house with tiki torches and throw me out of here. So I'm seeing these comments, and they're like, this neighborhood's really turned to shit, man. This neighborhood's turned to shit? You know, listen, anybody that is talking about how we need, like, a, f a fence around the neighborhood, like, this is not a gated community. I say it's a community, like, it's a, it's a complex. It's not one of those, it's not, like, for people who are well off, you know? It's the opposite of that. It's like, you know, we left Brooklyn, but, you know, we really, you know, we live here now. I'm not, it's not low-income housing, but a lot of people that have low-income live here. Know what's happening to the complex? Places turn into shit. Drug dealers, kids screaming, dogs barking, people getting robbed and killed. Now, there's a fair point with, uh, in the past couple of months, in the past six months, there have been two robberies in my neighborhood, but that's only because criminals finally figured out that this neighborhood without the sidewalks and the ability to each cul-de-sac you can uh go into the back pants you can easily escape anything going on like you know you could be on Alyssa Way and you could be on Emily Lane in five seconds and the cop and there's no road that leaves there it's only walking paths and if you know it's you can get creative it's a good place for criminals to you know rob somebody you know but everyone's got a ring doorbell we got security you know, and I think the people who say that this neighborhood is turning to show what's happening to this neighborhood. Have you people ever lived in a bad neighborhood? Like an actual bad neighborhood where people get shot every day for looking at you the wrong way. Don't tell me. I mean, listen, again, I don't want the guy to die and be buried in the woods. But if it was a 50 year old black guy that got shot on the corner of Bedford Avenue in Nostrand in Brooklyn, would people say, oh, what's going on to the neighborhood? No, they wouldn't. There are real hoods. There are real hoods in Staten Island. Where Wu-Tang is from. Not Aspen Knowles. Aspen Knowles is not the hood. And if you think that, you know, that because you have a community of a thousand houses and maybe there's six bad apples, if you think that that makes your neighborhood a 
bad neighborhood that's turning to shit? Then let me tell you a little story about white privilege and how it happens. What happens is you grow up privileged and you don't see, you know, poverty and crime and people struggling and you're not in underprivileged places and you don't know what it's like. And then when stuff starts getting real close to home, it's the same thing with the heroin epidemic. It's an epidemic now that it's in the suburbs. But it was only killing black people and musicians. Nobody cared about it. It was just something famous people did. Fair or foul? Don't tell me I'm lying. I ain't never lied. Well, I have lied, but not on this podcast, not on any one of my podcasts. I don't tell lies. I only tell lies on job interviews. And if any... If any employer is listening to this podcast, don't worry, I already know I don't have the job. So like, so these people killed somebody, they hid the body in their house, which is like sick necrophiliac behavior, then they snuck it out, buried it in the woods. Shallow Grave came up like three times in the article. Are they trying to tell future criminals that if they want to dispose of a body properly, they should dig deeper? Because that's what it sounds like, a shallow grave. That's not the crime! That's not the most important piece of this. Dogs barking. That's what the nosy neighbor group thread. It had 188 comments, yo! I want to read them to you, but, you know, it's... That would just go against the etiquette of, of the, of the nosy neighbor groups, you know? But, like, people are, like, on the thread. Neighborhoods turn to shit. We need an emergency meeting of the homeowners association. And one guy is in there. One of my neighbors. Who I didn't know I liked until I started reading his awesome comments. He's like... There's board meetings, you know, this and so I'm there all the time. He's like, you guys should show up. And then they start going into the, oh, well, what is showing up going to do? And this is the same thing as voting, is it not? They're using the same thing. Oh, I'm not interested in the presidential election, so I'm not going to vote for local elections. Like, you need to go to the, if you care about what's going on in the community, go to the board meeting. You know, they have them all the time. Run for, you know, condo president or something, and HOA president, whatever it is, run for that. Go make change. Listen, I, if I didn't have a podcast, I'd be out on the street right now with a megaphone. Well, first I'd find the megaphone. I would have to probably go on Craigslist and ask if I can borrow a, a megaphone from somebody. Or I'd look in the recommendations portion of Facebook. I would eventually find this megaphone, and I'd be out there saying, have you ever lived in a bad neighborhood? People get shot and killed every day in the hood. And I'm not saying that to make it sound like, you know, this is some uh, mixed rap mixtape. I'm really not. People die every single day. Now, there are, you know, there are systemic problems. And I, a couple of these comments had the right idea. You can complain about it all you want, and you can look from outside your window and say, Oh, this is going on, that's going on, that's going on. You can judge, and you can say, Oh, this neighborhood's going to shit. Or, you can get out there and touch your block. And I don't mean just reach on the floor and touch it. I mean, you can get involved in your community. Block by block, cul-de-sac by cul-de-sac. Get out there, talk to people. Find out what's going on. Start like a, a, a force of like 
you know, concerned, uh, concerned homeowners that want to change the community. There are ways to go about it, but sitting around and trashing the neighborhood because you think it got a little too real for you. I got news for you. Life is real. We have somebody sitting in the Oval Office that is responsible for kidnapping children from migrant parents seeking asylum from dangerous countries coming to the United States for safety, for the dream, for the American dream. We have the White House kidnapping children and having no interest in reuniting them. I was going to say reciting them. Well, they wouldn't recite their names. They don't know their names. They don't care. And just keep in mind that, like, at any point, you can order a toaster, right? And at any point, you can go on the internet and track where your toaster is, you know? But children were ripped from the arms of mothers at the border when they're fleeing from a dangerous country. And there's no remorse for that. Local elections matter. And if you live in a, in a development that has like homeowners association board meetings, you need to go to them and raise concerns. And the answer is not. The answer is not having police patrol this neighborhood 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That can't be the answer. What about the kid? Listen. And I'm not... I'm not, like, saying that people should commit crimes. But what about those teenagers who, with all their friends, they go back there? Just like I did when I was a teenager. And I'm back there. Well, they're back there not getting arrested. Maybe they're, maybe they're smoking a small amount of marijuana. You know, yeah, it's against the law, but you know what? They're in the woods. They're away from people. Hanging out with their girlfriends. You know? Maybe they're in the woods, they have less service on their phone, so maybe they're not texting. Talking to each other, having conversations, staying out of trouble. No, now, since there's going to be cops patrolling the entrances to the woods for now on, no kids are going to get back there to recreationally use marijuana. Okay, so what does that mean? That means they're going to be in your shopping center. That means they're going to be right near your, the school where your kids go. That means they're going to be right in front of the store where you go to get your milk in the morning. Okay? So Peter pays for Paul. So fuck those guys that killed somebody and buried him in the woods. All you did was make the neighborhood hot. And the last thing Aspinall's needs is to be made hot. We're just trying to live our best life here. I know I am. And I know a lot of people are too. Listen, if we can live in mansions on quiet gated blocks we would we don't have the means to do so so we live here and we're gonna make the best of it i didn't hear any gunshots you know what sometimes weird shit happens it's called staten island it is the forgotten borough and we are a place full of weirdos wu-tang and pete davidson and jay porks dies in your house exclusively on Lee's Coast Radio.